0: Welcome
1: to the frontier, Grayson. Have you been on before?
0: I have not. I've been watching from afar on uh, LinkedIn and YouTube. Oh, nice. I,
1: well, I'm not a YouTuber. Um, this is very new for me, but we've got one YouTube video that has just gotten a ton of traction. That it's just like a staff interview with Regis. So I think I need to join to like see what the what all the fuss is about. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely no, and uh, yeah, I'll need to go see that because I think I saw that video posted on the LinkedIn, but I didn't click the actual YouTube link itself. So, uh, yeah, I want to go see how many views it has.
1: I know it kind of surprised all of us. We're like, this is not a not what we're expecting. Well, Grayson, I'm really excited. This is your this is your staff interview, so it's a chance for everyone to kind of get to know who's working behind the scenes here uh, to make things happen. So we can kick things off with just quick introduction uh, who is Grayson and you know where do you live? How did you find yourself here?
0: My story on how I got the gun is pretty it's not straight but uh, <laughs> everything kind of when I look back um, just everything seemed to have kind of aligned for me in an interesting way but I am I'm currently living in Texas. I was uh, born and raised in Texas and immediately after graduating college I found myself back at home um, teaching and coaching um i'm a huge sports fan um, fanatic in, any any which way you can say it i love sports and so that was kind of how i felt, found myself in education it was it was just a passion for helping people just better themselves and kind of overcome obstacles uh mentally physically um that was that was how i ended up in education i was an educator for 6 years uh both at the middle and high school level and after my sixth year teaching and coaching, um, I really just had a lot of thoughts um, about wanting to, to know what, what else was out there professionally that I could possibly be good at. I wanted to just see what the world was like from outside of a classroom. And that kind of is where my job hunt started. And it's, it takes time. Mm-hmm. I know some people are fortunate enough to be unemployed and get work relatively quickly. Just because they are they're qualified and they find that right job but for me it was it was a process of interviewing and being told no and being kind of told hey I'm not the right fit or I don't have quite the experience that they're looking for and so after two and a half months I finally um, was able to get my initial interviews with gun um, and I think that was kind of the point for me where um, I really became intrigued with gun just because i the the people that I got to meet. So I think the first person I interviewed with was Ben, who is pretty much integral in my day to day life now as a member of the sales team. I interviewed mm-hmm. with Ben. I remember that interview well. He just brought uh, a ton of energy, made me feel like I was already a part of the team. I believe my second interview I interviewed with uh, Tasia, the the CEO.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was very eye opening for me because just not having ever worked. In an office space or in a corporate environment, I never saw myself having a conversation with somebody that had the title of CEO. So I can I can vividly remember having the interview with Tasia and it being so uh, just relaxed. I I, it was just interesting to me to to be talking to the person who created Gun, had a hand in and everything it's become, and uh, a person of that status kind of taking the time to to talk to me and interview me. Um, but after the interview process, I, I did well enough and, and impressed the right people that I was, uh, offered a, a, position here as an SDR. And that's what I've been doing for the last two and a half months at this point now.
1: i crushing it. I, also, cannot let Tasia listen to this because I feel like you calling him a person of status will really go to his head. So um, we're going to put this on the the no-listen list for him.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, I was going to say, I, I clearly know Tasia. I, I, I'm a new uh, friend of Tasia's. He's, I, I'm recent to the company. So, yeah, if that's something that needs to be edited <laughs> out, feel free to feel free to ask that. But oh no,
1: it's all good.
0: No, he just, yeah, it was, it was just a <laughs> great process. Um,
1: I, I love hearing from folks who also move from teaching to working in startups because obviously that was my path too. That was yours. We've had several folks on the team who are former teachers who, you know, moved into the startup world because the energy is really similar, right? And the challenge at hand is really similar. So I'm curious, like how many times a day do you feel like you're drawing from your experience teaching?
0: One of the biggest things that I learned as a teacher was uh, perseverance. And that word gets thrown around a lot and it, mm. gets, it gets used a lot in a lot of different ways. But my experience as a teacher was you really, I mean, you have to learn how to persevere because it's it's a really tough job. And I think that when you can get mentally strong enough and and kind of learn how to spin negative situations or, or obstacles into things that become challenges or things you look at positively as a way to improve yourself. I, I really feel like that's what education taught me. And so going into sales, that was something I heard repeatedly was you have to have uh, grit. That was, I think, the phrase I heard most often. And um, that is a characteristic that I don't, I'm not trying to brag on myself, but I can I can honestly say that I think I developed a a lot of grit in the classroom, as a coach, as a teacher, and an ability to kind of take each day for what it's worth. Don't, don't let one bad day make a bad week. I know in education, it's, you're Mm -hmm. in charge of hundreds sometimes, tens to hundreds of kids, and um, they can drive you up a wall, but if you don't learn how to kind of reset each day and make each day its own kind of new adventure, you'll just get stuck in a A negative headspace that won't be good for anybody. And so I think that's been the biggest transferable skill is the ability to kind of leave today as today, whether it was good, bad or otherwise, and move on to tomorrow and just see what tomorrow holds because it's just a, it's a brand new opportunity and you never know what could happen.
1: I feel like specifically in sales, the constant rejection from children probably helped prime you a little bit. At least I felt that way when i joined the team here my job was to pick up the phone and call everybody who signed up and you know be like hey i know you uh didn't want a phone call but i'm calling you anyway and some people were really excited and they're like man this is cool this is obviously very different than any other hiring solution out there uh but also there were plenty of people who were not excited to hear from me and you know nobody prepares you for rejection better than eighth graders who just think that you're the most terrible embarrassing person in the world so and what do you feel that way too
0: yeah no um uh, i think that that's a great way to put it um in all my preparation for this job I, I went through a a course with a company called Vendition um and and just through my general interview process people always ask me do you have experience cold calling and i've never had a sales position I've never, prior to this, I'd, I'd never done anything in sales, but I will say there's nothing probably that I can think of closer to a cold call within education as having to call students' parents unannounced because it's essentially the same thing. You're calling somebody who
1: oh, yeah. usually
0: is not anticipating hearing from you. And most of the time, unless it's for a good reason, I would say a lot of parents don't like getting calls to hear, hear uh reports on their children uh, misbehaving. So that was a skill that I didn't yeah. know that I was developing, yeah. but cold calling to me, is it's still something I'm very much learning how to, to do and, and master, but, um, the interactions with the children and very much, uh, so interactions with parents, I think prepped me for that in a way, but to your point, it is
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you can, when you can sit there and have a child kind of tell you, I'm not going to do this, or I don't feel like doing this, um, I just think that there's, there's, it's an easier transition when you're speaking to an adult who usually will put it a little bit more eloquently. Um, and, and yeah, n- not be so <laughs> abrasive about it.
1: Yeah. In my case, it wasn't kids saying that they wouldn't do something. It was more like kids telling me they didn't like my haircut or my shoes. <laughs> so at least adults aren't that mean, you know, I was, yeah, I was,
0: <laughs> that sounds, I was thankful. I never had personal attacks, but I I did have a fair amount of students who just would tell me I'm not I'm not going to do anything in this class. And I mean, to be fair, there was no way I was going to force them to. So it just became something where I had to learn to be patient and yeah, not not let my emotions get the better of me and just make my way as best I could through that day, through that class, that moment. So never, never look back. You just got to keep pushing forward, I guess.
1: Okay, so. You know, your role here at GUN, obviously, I think listeners can catch on. You're doing outbound sales, you're calling folks. And so, primarily, the the job here is getting more developers hired. Um, so, I wanted to clarify, I didn't know if we touched on that yet. So, yeah, Grace, since you're in outbound sales. Um, and what's cool is, like, you and Donovan are our first outbound sales folks. And so you not only are new to sales and new to working in tech, but you also are creating a new department. So I'm wondering, like, what, what have been the most important lessons learned there as you kind of figure out this new function within the company?
0: For me, it's really just been um, something that in education, I I was the opposite. And I, I've had to really just become a sponge, um, taking in as much information as I can. And again, I was I was teaching for 6 years so I was really used to giving the information and in in education you're constantly learning new things mm-hmm. but it's just very different uh I'm I'm taking as many notes as I took uh in college I'm writing things down more than I've I've written them down in a long time uh even as an, even as an educator um I don't feel like it was just different it wasn't it wasn't notes because it was new information it was usually um reviewing things so this experience has been so amazing. And yeah, to your point, it feels even that much more special because I know I'm in, I'm, I'm one of the first people I'm one of two in a position that hasn't existed before in in gun and to be somebody without a sales background, to be somebody without that experience that a lot of people told me was so valuable and to be given a chance to, to hone my skills and, and, Become a better salesperson, so to speak. It uh, it all just feels really, really great.
1: um Cool, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I just, yeah, no, I think that, yeah, every day, yeah, every day is something new. Honestly, I, I learn something all the time from different people uh, every day.
1: So outside of work, when you're not here at Gun, what are you passionate about? What do you like doing?
0: If, if the timing is right, I, I honestly just love spending time with. Uh, friends and family when when that works out i mean doesn't really have to be anything in particular i i honestly like sitting outside on a nice day just talking to to friends and family as much as anything very big uh cinema fan love uh love going to the movies love watching movies it has been uh an interesting contrast with this being my first remote job uh finding that balance uh, between working inside and, and getting everything done that needs to be done. And also finding that time to, to get out and exercise and yeah, just be outside in general, honestly. Yeah. Just, I would say passionate about the people I care about. Um, passionate about, I, I love movies. Uh, I don't know if they're a passion, but they're definitely a love. And then um, sports right now, the world yes, cup is, is going on. Yeah. It's okay. And I well, and I appreciate that. I would say some people have told me, <laughs> Oh, it's just a hobby. It's, maybe if I was filming or, or more involved in some way, it could be a passion, but without sports watching, participating, uh, I, yeah, I don't know where I'd be.
1: Have you watched welcome to Wrexham? I feel like it's the first thing that's made me understand what people see in sports, like why people love it so much.
0: And I'm honestly, I'm ashamed that I haven't, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And I even have Hulu. So there's really not any excuses. I think that I've just been putting it off or watching (laughs) things I've already watched a million times, but I actually, yeah, I love the guys that did that. Um, Rob McElhinney and, and. uh, That's so funny
1: because usually they say. uh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Usually people are like, Oh, it's Ryan Reynolds and the other guy. So it's funny that, you know, Rob and not Ryan. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, then to just to be honest i'm an it's always sunny fan so that's really why he comes to mind really yeah. easily uh but i mean in ryan ryan reynolds he would have come i just i think it's the it's the passion of cinema kind of takes up a larger it's than it's always sunny yeah it's just i uh, have too much movie knowledge too many names that i don't need to know so sometimes yeah finding the right one is difficult <laughs>
1: All right. Well, that's your that's your homework after we hang up today is uh, put on an episode of Welcome to Wrexham.
0: Consider it done.
1: Awesome. Easiest homework you've ever done, I assume.
0: Without a doubt. Thanks for
1: listening to the Frontier Podcast powered by Gun.io. We drop two episodes per week. So if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice and come hang out with us again next week and bring all your internet friends. If you have questions or recommendations, just shoot us a Twitter DM at The Frontier Pod and we'll see you next week.